0: hello everyone and welcome back to performer talks i'm your host bethany unwin and today i'm going to be talking to you about performer etiquette which will make you more employable make you stand out on contracts and get you booked again and again so you may have heard of theater etiquette But the reality is it doesn't just exist in the theatre, which is why I've kind of changed the name to Performer Etiquette, because it doesn't matter whether you're on social media, whether you're in class, whether you're in a workshop, at auditions, on set, in theatre, or whether you're doing an amateur production, absolutely everywhere, it needs to be applied to make you the best performer you can be. So, even if you're in training, if you start this now, you will always be remembered for having great performer etiquette and professionalism, which is something every person looks for. Um, But I remember when I was in third year, as a year group, we were sat down and we were told about these unspoken rules of theatre that make you stand out in a bad way, that give you a bad name, um, that makes it difficult for you to be rebooked for jobs because people find it hard to work with you and I thought why are we learning this at the end of our third year because the reality is by the end of third year you've probably worked with quite a few industry professionals you're starting to get your name out there with agents with companies with directors with producers so that's performer etiquette needs to be taught a lot, lot earlier on, not until the third year, because you're ready to go out into the industry at that point. It needs to be taught from a lot, lot younger age. And it would just have helped me so much throughout my training. And I know others as well. And I just think we could have potentially, without realising it, because these unspoken rules are not brought in till so late on, till you're at a professional working level, that you could have made yourself really difficult to work with and not even intended to or realised. So I'm going to shed some light on some of these unspoken rules to help you, like I say, whether it's in training, whether you're out there as a professional All of this is going to help to make you the best performer possible, easy to work with and stay in work. So it's going to make you more employable. There's no doubt about that. So I'm going to cover a couple of points. The first one being punctuality. Now, I always say this, but it really is a big thing. On time is late. You need to make sure you're getting there early. And public transport cannot be an excuse, you know, especially if the auditions are in London. A lot of the time it relies on public transport, whether that be buses, tubes, trains. You need to make sure you're allowing time if they miss a bus out or if there's an electrical fault or if there's cattle on the line. Whatever it is, you need to make sure that you've beaten the rush You need to make sure that you're there plenty early enough. If you're there early, like I always say, great. Go get yourself a McDonald's breakfast, cup of tea, whatever you like. But make sure that you're on time. The way you look is a massive, massive thing in our industry. Punctuality comes down to being there not just on time... But not having bed hair, it means coming, looking crisp, looking clean, looking ready to work. As if they're going to pop you straight on the stage or straight in front of the camera. You might have cast photos. So if you're in rehearsals for a production, they might not tell you that there's a photographer coming in that day to take photos of you. But if you rock up with a top knot, no make pun, in your baggy clothes, yes, you might be on time. But are you smart enough for a cast photo? So you need to make sure that you are turning up, looking and being ready to go as well, not just on time. And also there's a big thing about communication. If you're going to be late, ring the director, ring the casting director, ring the assistant director, ring people and let them know. People know that things happen, things come up, that's inevitable, that's life, things happen. But just giving them a courtesy call, even if you're going to be five minutes, it's not going to make you any more late to just pick up the phone and tell them for 30 seconds that you're going to be late. They'd rather hear that than you rock up five minutes late and then tell them. Make sure you're communicating. Communication goes a long way and it really helps people because if they know you're going to be five minutes late, maybe they can do a song with a soloist first and then get you in to do the scene after. But they're waiting for you to do a scene and think you're going to be there. They may have wasted 15, 20 minutes of the rehearsal waiting for you. And the chances is you're going to be in a lot more trouble because you didn't just let them know. So really think about that. Second thing is cues and props. Now, I haven't spoken about this before, but cues and props are your responsibility. No one else's. You need to make sure you are looking after them. You should know where they are, especially if you've got a quick change. You need to know where you've set all your things up. Make sure you never touch anyone else's. If they're in your way, you know, maybe speak to them about it if you can. But try not to move things because if people are running off stage and they've lost where their pile is because people have moved it, that makes it really difficult and that could mean that they lose their Quick change that could mean that they're then late on for their scene or their cue or their song. um So make sure you don't touch anyone else's cro- props or costumes. But your props and your costumes are your responsibility. They are yours to look after. The last thing anyone wants to hear is "I've lost my props" because the reality is they won't have a lot of spares. Any spares will be there for broken pieces, not misplaced pieces. So you need to make sure that you're keeping track of everything that is yours. And if there is something that might be broken, it's your responsibility to tell wardrobe. Not wait till it falls apart on stage and then go, well, it's been like that for ages and you didn't fix it. You need to make sure people know or it won't get fixed. So that is also your responsibility. If it's your prop that's broken, notify someone in wardrobe or someone that can help you that will fix that problem the next thing is contracts now obviously this will change depending on whether it's a professional job or an amateur job or whether you're in training Um, but you need to thoroughly read through your t's and c's and the small print and this goes for agent contracts as well you need to make sure that you've read absolutely everything You need to make sure that you're going to be able to attend all rehearsals, all the dates that are given, you're going to be free unless you've notified them otherwise. You need to make sure that everything in your terms and conditions in your contract is fair. If you ring equity and say they're calling me in past 12 hours or they are not paying me the right amount for rehearsals, if you've signed a contract, there's not a lot of Equity can do. Um, they will just say you've signed the contract, so there's nothing we can do on that part. You signed to say you'd have a cheap rehearsal fee, or do rehearsals for free, and you've signed that contract. So you would then be stuck in that. Um, there'd be nothing you could be do to get out of it. So you need to make sure that you've read your contract and it's definitely fair. Mobile phones. Now, obviously, mobile phones are a bigger thing than they ever used to be. But when you're in rehearsals, if you're not being used, do something like learn your lines, go over your scenes, go over your songs, do a bit of research, fine, but make sure you're not just texting or playing snake in the corner. Um, make sure that, you know, if you are using it, it is for the purpose of production because you are being paid to be at rehearsals. Um, and even if you're not, even if it's a youth production, I'm sure there's things that you can be going over, um, and if you're, you know, on your phone, it's easy to get distracted, miss your cue, miss your line. And people don't want to have to keep reminding you to come in because you're sat on your phone. So you need to make sure that you're completely on it and with it. So as much as you can, try and stay off your phone. If obviously you're going to have a phone call, say, off your doctor or something like an emergency has happened, you need to tell someone Higher up, so someone with authority, either the AD or the director or the musical director or the choreographer, you need to make sure that you have told someone that you're expecting a phone call if you are, so you can leave your sound on. If your phone's going off every two minutes and you haven't told them, they're probably going to get a bit annoyed about that. Um, or just say you'll have the sound off and you'll keep it with you. And then if it if it rings, you'll need to just leave the room and sort it out. But again, tell them, don't just answer your phone, run out the room and then say it's an emergency or say that, you know, um, it's the doctors or the hospital and you needed to take that. Always tell them first. It's just a lot nicer to have that communication. They feel more relaxed then about situations like that because again they know it happens but you need to communicate with them and just let them know what's going on so talking obviously non in the wings and during takes there should be no chatting it's not fair to the other performers it's not fair to the tech crew It's really not fair unless it's an absolute emergency. If someone's broken their leg side of stage, absolutely call people over and, you know, do what you need to do. Also, the tech crew, especially if there's like a quick changeover or lots of scenery or lots of tech cues happening. Techies will often turn your mic on early because that's a quick, easy job and then do all the fiddling around with the lights and the sound. So if you're in the wings, your mic may get turned on early, or it may get turned off late. So if you come off and, you know, swearing about what went wrong on stage, the chances are the audience are probably going to hear that. And there's been too many embarrassing stories of that happening. So when you're in the wings, try and be as quiet as you can, because the techies, they have a lot to deal with. Um, So you need to make sure that you are nice and quiet because if your mic is on then all that sound could be going straight through onto the speaker system and the audience could quite frankly hear a lot more than they needed to. So the next thing is taking notes and direction. If you don't understand a specific note or direction you need to speak to someone. Just say look I'm really sorry I don't understand what you mean can you go through it with me and I guarantee Nine times out of ten, everyone is going to be more than happy to do so. They would rather you come and say that. But do not ever argue with the notes. So I've seen it happen many a time, and it's just a very uncomfortable situation. You should never, especially if they've sat and watched the performance, if they say you aren't in the spotlight. They're trying to help you. They're trying to get you seen. And if you say, well, yeah, I was. If they were sat in the audience, they're probably more likely to see whether you were or not, whether you were lit. Because the chances are they probably will be out in the audience watching the run through. So if you aren't in the light, listen to them. If you don't understand whereabouts you were going wrong and you thought you were in the light, they can be like, oh, you just needed to take like two more steps forward or one step to the right or one step to the left. But if you argue with them, that's going to give them a really, really bad memory of you in their brain. So you need to make sure that you are polite, you are respectful, and if you don't understand, ask, but don't argue. It's just really rude to question their authority. And also the creative team, it's their vision that you're bring to life, not your own. It's their play, it's their production. You are simply there to make that vision come to life. While, you know, I'm a performer myself, I know that I like putting, you know, my spin on the character, but it's their vision ultimately. So whatever they say, it happens because I'm there to portray their vision, not there to make and do my own thing. So if they've got a note for me, Even if you don't think that's what particularly you'd have done in that scenario, this isn't your show. When you're producing and writing your own show, fine. Um, But as a performer, we have a duty to serve our creatives that have worked very hard on making a vision come to life. And sometimes when you're out in the audience, you can't see what's going on on stage. So on stage, it might feel really weird, but the audience is really powerful, especially when you're working on camera. You know, you think you're looking at the person and you're totally not but to the to the camera because the way the camera is angled it looks like you're talking directly into their eyes but you're actually looking quite far behind them but that's just the way sometimes the camera angles need to work so if you don't understand say but don't argue because it's their vision that we are bringing to life as performers Illness and injury, now this is a big one, again, communicate, make people aware at the start of the rehearsal if you have got an injury, if you need to take it a bit easier because you've got glandular fever, whatever it is, hopefully you won't be coming in with glandular fever but you know, if you are really struggling then you need to make the cast and the team aware because otherwise they'll think you're being lazy and they'll probably push you more and you'll feel bad, so you'll do it, but you're actually really hurting yourself, and then you put yourself out for a long time, people respect knowing these things, I always say to my students, if you've got something, please come and tell me at the start of the class, because otherwise I will moan at you for not giving me 120%, you know, and I understand we all have days when we're tired and lagging, but if I can see that, you know, you're tired and lagging, you're still giving me as much as you can, fine, Um, you know, we all have those days, but If it looks like you're not trying, but it's actually because of an injury. And I don't know, that makes my life very difficult for teachers. um, Because we don't want to get the blame if you get hurt. So make sure you make your teachers aware. Same with rehearsal directors. You know, when I've been injured, I've always let them know. So if I'm doing it on one leg or just doing the arms, they know why. I would never completely sit out if possible, especially of rehearsals, But, you know, there were times in training when I had to. I didn't have a choice. Um, But that was just because of my condition at the time. But I tried to do as much as I possibly could. So, again, just let people know. um, Keep them updated with how it's going. If you're going to be out for a little bit longer, if you're going to be able to start doing rehab and physio exercises um, during any parts. Like, keep them up to date. Also, do not pull a sticky for other auditions. It's a small little industry. They would rather know that you're going to another audition than find out that the same casting director who cast the show you're in now is sat on that panel, rings up saying, oh, they were great in that audition today. Did you know they were going to be there? And they'd be like, no, they called in sick because instantly you could blacklist yourself. Um, So I know it's horrible having that that conversation but it needs to happen don't pull a sticky for another audition it will always come off worse so make sure you're completely honest you say what's happening communicate with people you know um but it's better that way than people finding out the truth like something else is actually going on so just tell the truth when it comes to parties and cast nights, absolutely go out, have fun, mingle with your cast, create memories, do as much or as little as you want on that front. Um, socially, I think it's great if you go out with your cast, get to know them because it just shows on stage when casts have a tighter bond and more magic, and especially within things like panto when they're improving and bouncing off each other. You can really tell the cast that have spent time with each other and have that extra sparkle and those that don't. So absolutely go out, have fun, enjoy your cast nights, your press nights, you've deserved it, you've got the job. But remember, complacency is never okay. Everyone is replaceable. Don't ever get complacent because there is always someone waiting in the wings, ready to go who's ready to take your job. If you turn up five minutes late and you're hungover and you're not looking very well, they might just say, oh, don't worry, you sit down for the day. We'll get the swing in. Swing smashes it. You may have lost yourself a job. So make sure that you are, even if you're going out and partying you're having a nice time with your cast, make sure that, you know, it's not before a rehearsal or a show day. You know, there are people that are so hungry for this career and would do anything to have a career in this industry. And they aren't getting the opportunities that other people are. But make sure that you're not one of those people that when they see on social media, they go, see, I could do that and I'd be doing a better job. Don't ever be that kind of person, you know. Um, Everyone is replaceable. So yes, go out, have a nice time, but don't come in with a stinking hangover or miss rehearsals because you've just gotten too drunk um or come in late later than your call time. You know, all those things are so important. And the last thing is backstage gossip and I've just written down avoid like the black plague. You know, there's so much that goes on at shows, everyone's emotions run in high with adrenaline, with sadness it's gonna be over, with excitement, you know, and things get blown completely out of proportion. It's a bit of everything. There's so many feelings in a show, especially at Showtime. You know, just try and avoid gossip and remove yourself from situations because even if you aren't directly involved, people remember um so just remove yourself from any volatile situations keep them at arm's length do your bit and get off um so I would always say avoid backstage gossip because you don't want to be associated with that I think all those things will make you more employable they'll make you easy to work with and people love that when you're easy to work with you get rebooked again and again and again and when you're a self-employed performer The more you can get rebooked for work, the better. Um, You know, it's nice to be in work. It's nice to have money coming in. Um, And also this will make you stand out even if you're in training, even if you only take one class a week. If you start applying some of these things, you are going to be remembered in the right way. So make sure that that is you. You are taking your performance etiquette with you on social media, in classes, in auditions, in workshops, on set, in theatre, everywhere else in life, take it with you. So a massive thank you for listening. Again, I hope this was helpful. Please do leave a review on iTunes. I would be really grateful for anyone who did that. Please keep downloading. Thank you so much for your support. This week we received 1,000 downloads, which is insane and i'm so excited i never thought it would get this far so thank you so much i'm absolutely loving creating these podcasts um i think this is where i can go more in detail with everything and explain deeper and have you know my my own lessons on here and what i've learned from other people and I'm just, I'm just really excited to keep going with it. So, thank you so much for listening. This has been Performer Docs, and I've been your host, Bethany Unwin.